There you go. You have no idea who I am, do you? Remember high school, Mohawk. Yeah, you're the, you're the fucking Mohawk. Yeah, Pug. How you doing? Good. How you doing? the new Ninja Turtle series that's out. It's called The Last Ronin. Have you seen that? No. Uh, I mean, it sounds cool. I just don't pay attention to the Ninja Turtles. Dude, it's it's even cooler than you think. Like, uh, it basically is like a futuristic mm-hmm. Ninja Turtle where, like, all of them are dead except for one. Um, <laughs> and he wears a black mask, and he uses all of their weapons to fight, like, um, a future Foot Clan that is, like, run by, I think, Shredder's grandson. So is it, like, Cyber Ninjas? Yeah, actually. Yeah, it's Badass. The first, ep- the first, the first issue. Um, the like the 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 remaining Ninja Turtle f- ter- turtle fails and then tries to kill himself. Mm. Well, like Seppuku. Yeah, like he lays out all the like he lays out <laughs> he lays out everything he lays out all their weapons and then tries to like kill himself and he's too <laughs> weak to do it because he's been like beaten to death and so he gets saved by April. Oh, my shell's too hard. Oh, oh, oh. Knife. <laughs> yeah, and then he went, <laughs> dude. It's, I just think it's funny how, uh, like, you know, we, we kind of, I know that Ninja Turtles started out very violent, but we all, we kind of equate them to the 90s cartoon, and now they got, they're like trying to fucking commit seppuku. They're all fucking dead. Like, it's just, Dude, it's so wild. It's wild. It's wild because you're right. Like, I mean, I think of like the, like the cartoon Ninja Turtles, and it was like they couldn't even use their weapons in the cartoon because that was too violent. And then in one of the series, Donatello gets his shell crushed by a sledgehammer. Rocksteady yeah. murders him, and it's horrifying. What like, does that say about like our generation? I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, you turn the Ninja Turtles into fucking Breaking Bad. It's wild. I mean, it's it's really kind of like like some of the stuff that happens in it is pretty dark. Like Slash becomes a nuclear bomb. Like they like weaponize him and they blow him up to like try to kill Shredder. Um, so like Slash is it's like this whole thing like the, it, there's like a like a there's a hermit crab in it that becomes like a uh like it's weird man there's a lot of stuff going on in it like the 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 hermit crab specifically is too big to have a normal shell so he uses a dumpster for a shell um <laughs> but he but it's like so armed stupid. dude no it's fucking awesome his name is Herman and he fucking has like missiles that come out of it. It's like it's like he's like a military, like an old military drill, drill sergeant. And he has like fucking like it's like a weaponized dumpster because he's part of the mutanimals. Wow. Hmm. Well, I guess we could save the uh, Ninja Turtle recap for another bonus episode. <laughs> I can't wait. Hi everybody! Welcome to Talk Among Us. I'm oh, Mikey and I'm Shane. And this is the first of, uh, I mean, I guess, uh, hopefully many uh, bonus episodes that we will be providing to our patrons. Um, what's the tier that they, they get the bonus episode at? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> this is your this is your doing. All right, well, at any okay. rate, this first one everyone gets because we want to give you guys a sampling of of the greatness or just the un it's it's this is gonna be more unfiltered let's just say it because i, I tell you I, I can't spend another several hours a week doing an outline and then another several hours editing yet another episode because i may 
just uh you know hide in a dumpster that hopefully has missiles and go to Shane's house and, and weaponize myself. So I so it's actually this is really cool. I think this is gonna be a lot of fun because what we're gonna try to do is tackle stuff that maybe doesn't require a full episode, but it's still something worth talking about. Uh, it's gonna be super conversational. Uh, we're not gonna have any bonus segments or anything like that. And and it's just gonna be really one of those things that's just additional content for for our Patreon. So um, Yeah and if you can't fucking deal with it Get out! Get on! Get on! Get! Get on we're, out of here! What? Yeah! Yeah! We uh, we're really big on um, like lately we've discovered that like basically our one and one our fives are just gonna be like, uh, we're it's just gonna be full of paywall stuff. Like that's what we're doing now. We're big on the paywalls. So um, if you want this stuff, then you know get a real job. <laughs> this is a podcast run by staunch capitalists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're big Ayn Rand fans over here. Yeah, actually, that's that's not true at all, guys. No, I've never no. read Ayn Rand. I don't. But, yeah, um, I never will. Uh, nah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, seven hundred pages about you know some guy's head in a fountain. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Got him. Oh, yeah. This, guy, see, this is what you get. This is what you're paying for, guys. Those hot yeah. takes. Yeah, hot a takes. whole a whole book about a guy who doesn't know the answer to the question, so he just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> There are like English professors right now fucking killing themselves. Yeah, yeah. They felt so the disturbance mad. in the forest. Someone has said something so stupid. <laughs> Political science professors, English professors, philosophy, they're all just like, oh, that's it. Yep, they're done. They're they they're they're so upset by the ignorance that we've got here. But in us and then us going like, uh, we read Ninja Turtles comics. Like <laughs> Hey man, there's a lot of good thematic elements in comic books. I tell my classes that all the time and they go yeah. What? And then I say, turn the page. Turn the page. We're done. Um, That's it. So we thought we'd start strong, okay? We <laughs> thought we'd start with a story. Now, yeah, we could have any number of things that we do on these uh, these these Talk Among Us episodes. These are just sort of uh, – it's a no man's land. We can throw whatever we want into it. That's the beauty of it. But we thought we'd start strong with a story. And mm-hmm. it is a story that among our – group of friends extended friends uh i've i mean i've told this story easily a hundred times in my life and i'll and and all i ever get at the end of the story is just just a a a look of utter bewilderment and cosmic fear (laughs) yeah it's it's horrifying it's it's harrowing now i I do want to say something real quick we do want to dedicate this episode specifically to our friend uh jay who is an instrumental part of this story Um, right now. um, She's going through a pretty heavy situation. And uh, we thought this would be a really good way to kind of maybe provide a little bit of joy and light into her life. Um, So, and we'll share some information um, on, 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 you know, maybe some, some stuff later with her permission and whatnot. Um, But this is specifically dedicated to Jay. She specifically asked for this. um, And that's where kind of the, the um the the concept came from so jay this is for you we hope things are okay yes jay it's been a long time since i've seen you and you know you you were always the best to hang out with we love you and we we hope things are get are gonna take an uptick soon yeah absolutely so let's talk about this story which is not <laughs> and now an we're gonna at talk all. <laughs> about something terrible that happened to jay <laughs> but in a way didn't it happen to all of us it did it did it's happened to us multiple times because you've told it so many times yeah i just i continue to perpetuate this schism in reality okay yep. so this is the waffle house story now look 
I, in my upcoming book, Young Till I'm Old, Confessions, or excuse me, not Confessions. I don't know why I keep thinking it's Confessions. It's Memoirs of a Punk Rock Nobody. Just uh-huh. a bunch of funny stories and shit that I've written uh, lately and over the years. And just, it's all compiled. It's it's pretty funny, I think. But this is the closing chapter. So I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving away everything that I wrote because I wrote it in a certain way. And we're going to tell the story in a certain way. So you can listen and still read the book or you can read the book and still listen. It doesn't really fucking matter. I mean, the book's not even out yet. So what the fuck does anybody care? Right. But this is a story that I felt in my literal memoirs, <laughs> which what a fucking asshole to write memoirs anyway. In my life story, this is the penultimate story. Uh-huh. This, uh-huh. This, trumps, this trumps cat with a human face, which we'll probably talk about <laughs> one, uh, on another episode. Yeah, we have this to. This trumps shit-covered uh, banana, which I don't <laughs> know if we can talk about because of the statute of limitations. Um, <laughs> it, it trumps a lot of them. <laughs> so let's start with some exposition, okay? Uh-huh. The characters... And the setting from whence we launched this ill-fated expedition. Mm-hmm. Now, this was what? The summer of 06 or 07? Do you remember? This had to have been the summer of 07. Um, yeah, it had to have been the summer of 07. Because in 06, I was in hell. <laughs> yeah. And in o- late 07, early 08, I was also in hell, but a different kind of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... That's where we're at. You know, everyone's got what? Fuck it. What, what were the fashions? Old Navy jeans. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so diesel to kind of shoes, the stage, diesel <laughs> shoes, old Navy jeans. Um, Shook ones was the big band. Everybody had sidekicks. Um, yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> yeah. It was a whole and thing. Shane and I looked exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, I had shorter hair and um, I was also miserable, but that's fine. <laughs> You did you you had a haunted look in your eyes, whereas now you just look tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. That's pretty. Yeah, I, the dark circles are like you know from lack of sleep and not the horrors. We that summer, a lot of us were hanging out at Sixth Street House Number Two. Mm-hmm. Now, the first Sixth Street House is something that I touch on several times in the book uh, as it relates to certain bands we were in and just certain stories. It was just a flop house. It was a piece of shit punk rock house that a bunch of our friends finagled their way into it was filthy it was disgusting but it was also hilarious i lived there for a whopping two weeks before i was fed up with Derek waking me up by screaming in my face like he was the alarm clock i was also (laughs) i was also sleeping on a cot in the kitchen and there was one bathroom and like five dudes yeah yeah yeah. it was the worst someone found uh, eddie found a turd nugget inside the toilet plunger on the floor someone had plunged their shit and not thought hey i caught some of it you know <laughs> so the six street house one maybe another day we'll talk more in depth about this so a couple of years later uh a friend of ours who is no longer a friend of ours <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll say that that's fine um his family owned this house a couple like a block away on the same street and it's sixth street in holly hill which is you know holly hill's like <laughs> how would you describe holly hill <laughs> Uh, Holly Hill is like, um, like, I guess it's like the parts of Philly that, um, that it's always sunny. Like the guys would hang out with, like in when the, when they were addicted to crack, like yeah. that episode, like yeah, that's yeah. what it feels like. Um, but it feels like, no, you know what? It doesn't feel like that. It feels like a tailgate party. Like it feels like a tailgate party at a race, a racetrack, but like for the people that can't get in. Like that are not allowed yeah. to get in. They got banned because they and were too somebody. Rowdy. Somebody's dead too. That that's. Yeah. It's like it's like you know how 
you know how Florida is kind of the butt of every joke in the United States? Yes. Holly Hill is like the butt of all Florida jokes. Like we're the Florida of Florida. Yeah. Holly Hill is. Yeah. It's we, very white the, trash. The joke the joke is that it's that like it's sometimes lovingly referred to as Holy Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So this was this house was a couple of a couple of houses down and it was a few years later, so everyone had matured a little bit, so it wasn't that filthy, but still I wouldn't want to live there. It was pretty gross. So a couple of our friends were living there and it became like the hangout spot that summer. Yep. And you know, we I remember just night after night sitting there watching a fucking I Love New York, which is a show <laughs> which is a show that uh Kareem uh actually auditioned for. And was and almost on. Yeah, he, he he didn't make the final cut, but I, I think he was close. That would he have been hilarious. He got really up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'd sit and watch reality TV and just bullshit and throw potato chips at the TV, I guess, all night. And we had a couple of friends who would come and visit us sometime. And it was Jay and Melissa, and they were from Orlando. Yeah, so to, so to kind of introduce Jay and Melissa, like, we got to be friends with them from I – dated, I dated this girl named Katie – and uh, so to kind of even provide additional context to this, um, I, I met this girl, Katie, on MySpace, and we started dating. Um, and uh, it was right after my divorce. And so I would drive out to Orlando and hang out with Katie. And I met Jay and Melissa and a bunch of other people. Like, um, I think Robbie was, like, part of that group somewhere. Like, like yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of people we met through – Jay through Katie, like I, I, I started dating Katie. We met all these people, but Jay and Melissa stuck around after Katie and I did not work out. Yeah, and that whole Orlando group, you know, I met, I met some of them through the Clearwater kids I knew through an old girlfriend, and they all moved to Orlando. There was just a big group of great people in Orlando: John Park and Robbie Ladotti and all that. Yeah, and uh, so Jay and Melissa would often drive into Daytona to hang out with us. Yeah, and this particular night. Everyone's sitting around, and it was myself, it was Jay, Melissa, and it was, I mean, Mosh Norton was there. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Pat was there. The, the, Eddie was there. Chris Tharp was there. He's an integral part in this story. Uh-huh. So we're all hanging out, and it's getting late, and everybody but me is straight edge, right? So mm-hmm. we decide we're hungry. We got to go get something to eat, and it's 1, or, one o'clock in the morning. Right. So what, what are you left with? Denny's, Steak and Shake, Waffle House. Right. Okay. Because no one's going to a bar to get wings and that sucks, but that's what it was. Right. I, if I recall, I was the one who pushed for Waffle House. I said, we gotta go, let's go to Waffle House, man. It'll be, it's great. It's great. Everyone's just like disgusting. Nobody wants to go there. <laughs> you're, you're trash. You're garbage. You're trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I was like, you guys, you gotta go, man. It's so, and, I, and look, even after this story, I still love Waffle House. I do. I love it. Any road trip I go on, Andy and I will go someplace, you know, and we'll eat at like some fancy restaurants, and we'll we'll do it. We'll do it up. We'll do, we'll taste wine and whatever. But I'm telling you, at some point, I'm going to a Waffle House because I am on the road, and that <laughs> is where you go when you're on the road. So you know what's funny about Waffle House, though? I think about this a lot. I don't think that I, I think I've seen one Waffle House that's not near a highway. Like every other Waffle House is near a highway, except for the one on Seabreeze, which is near the old coffee shop. Well, here's the thing: that's not a Waffle House. The one by the coffee shop. One. No, 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 no. You don't go in there. Don't go in there because you won't come out. It's not a Waffle House. It just looks like a Waffle House. We could call it a a a a a, a Venus human trap. Okay. Uh-huh. See, Waffle Houses, the the off ramp just just 
just shoots you into the booth on the highway. That's a Waffle House <laughs> yeah, or a yeah. Huddle House, its northern counterpart. But yeah, if yeah. you see a Waffle House within city limits, run. <laughs> run. It's a saw front. Yes, it's horrible. You don't go in there. So yeah. at any rate, this as one opposed, was, of course, by as, the highway. As opposed to the one that we're about to talk about. That one yeah, is the horror. Yeah, yeah. So this one was by the highway. And it's not there anymore, and you will not be surprised about that when you hear the conclusion of the story. It's not there anymore? No, 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 no. This was the one that was in uh, – it wasn't the one on International because that one's still there. This one was further down. This one was by – this was um, in Ormond, actually. We drove to the Ormond. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It ain't there anymore, and I don't yeah. know I, – I, I don't know why we chose that one, but we did. So anyway, I convince everyone to go to my shame. Now, <laughs> it was, I believe, seven or eight people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we all took some separate cars. Chris Tharp and I, if I'm remembering correctly, we drove together as we were wont to do back then. So uh, we get to the Waffle House, right? Two car loads of people. We pull in. Now, if I, and, and I, look, it's been a long time. So my thought is that the other car got there before Chris Tharp. Jay, Melissa, and I, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I believe Eddie and Josh and the rest of those dudes were already seated, okay? We pull into the parking lot. Remember, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. The only server on duty is changing a tire in the parking lot, okay? <laughs> Furiously, not not happy about it. She's not looking psyched, right? So you right. Know, I'm like, oh, well, that, that, that bodes well. So we all go inside the restaurant, uh, our friends are sitting down. Jay, Melissa, Chris, and I take a booth right next to them. Mm -hmm. Jay and Melissa are across from us. Chris is on the outside of the booth. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, Jay is on the inside of the booth, okay? So, as we sit, I, I, get, the, I get a whiff. I get a whiff of something. And I, I, I say to myself, it smells like they wipe the table down with a dirty rag. Uh -huh. But it's Waffle House, so you have to expect filth with your food. It's par for the course. Exactly. I mean, this is a place where, you know, long-haul truckers who are also serial killers, this is where they stop off for a bite, you know, after they sever a couple of arms. Yeah. You know, this is a place where, you know, you, 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 know, you sit alone in the booth contemplating ending your life. You know, maybe you dip the gun in the syrup so it's not so bad when you stick it in the back of your throat. <laughs> you know, I, I, I liken it to, like, you know how kids are just always sticky? <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Young kids are generally always sticky, and they always have a red mustache from all the Kool-Aid they drink. That is, <laughs> like, if you turn that into a building, that would be a Waffle House. Yeah, and and see, the thing about Waffle House, if you've never been in one, or as I said before, it's a northern counterpart, the Huddle House, which I think specializes in pancakes. That makes sense. Yeah. It would make sense once pancakes, once waffles. Yeah. I might be wrong. I don't fucking know. But at any rate, Waffle House has not updated their decor since the 1970s. That's true. And this isn't this isn't like the swing in 70s. This is the Scorsese, you know, uh as I I will say one thing from the chapter I wrote about it. Waffle House is the scene the final scene in Taxi Driver where Travis Bickle has burst into the room, shot the two men, a mist of blood has settled over everything in this fetid filthy room where horrible things happen. He's been shot 
grazed in the neck. He slumps down on the couch, ready to die because he's done what he needed to do. Iris is on the floor shrieking. That's Waffle House, except yeah. with waffles. Well, okay, so to be fair, though, that's been my experience at every other Waffle House, except <laughs> for the one in Gainesville, where at like 6.30, 7 in the morning, before we went, to, we went to go record, our friend Amelia played Getting Jiggy With It while we're all trying to eat our breakfast and wake up. So yeah. early in the morning, she goes over to the jukebox and plays this. So like the only thing they update is their jukebox, and you hear, na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Not a, and you're like, God damn it. Like all of us are just losing it at seven in the morning, trying to get through our breakfast before we go record all day. So that one was, that one was fond. Of, that, that was, was a fond, fond memory. One. This one yeah. was a, a bit darker, you know I mean? And, and I've, I've talked about the seventies before and how I wish I'd been born during them. But I mean, this is like the, the, the seventies where like everything's covered in blood, the seventies where the N word was a comma like this. Yeah. That's the seventies that yeah. this waffle house represents. It, it feels like a Bukowski poem. Yeah. It's just horrible. It's just so, dirty. As we enter, we see our friends, and we see there's one cook, nobody else. The cook ignores us, much like he probably ignores his many Ill- illegitimate children. And uh, oh, and, and we've sat down. Okay, yeah. So I, I I backed up, and now I'm jumping forward. See, this is what you get, guys. It's imperfect. <laughs> it's imperfect. So anyway, we sit, and I've I've it's something smells, but it's not overpowering. It's just faint. Okay. So waitress comes in, and and I would say server. I know I said server before, but this is a waitress okay this is like <laughs> pork rind skin you know i mean she's seen she's seen the life leave somebody's eyes okay yes. probably she, by her own hand yeah she she's wiping the grease from the tire uh from the tire uh, tightening the nuts onto her apron doesn't and it's like almost in defiance like what are you gonna fucking say about it so she comes over to the table brusquely takes our order and it's, you know, I know how to order in a Waffle House. There's a protocol to follow. The menu has pictures. Do not deviate. Don't deviate. <laughs> it's the quickest way for someone to call you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> insert insert your, uh, your insult that we can't repeat here. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> I get my I get my whole thing that I usually get, you know, the eggs, I got the waffles, I got the smothered and covered hash browns, I got the whole thing, right? I remember Chris, he at the time was vegetarian. I think he may still be. I, I don't no, know. No, he's not. Well, he, and he's not straight edge anymore either, which is great. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe he asked if the breakfast dish that he ordered, could you just leave the bacon off? And uh, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> she said you could eat around it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, which, I mean, that's it. It's like the only thing that she did that night that I could get behind. So anyway, Jay and Melissa order and, you know, we're left to to conversate while we wait for our slop, our poison. You know, she's probably ashing into the waffle batter, you know, just like, fuck these kids. Yeah. And um, so, we, you know, we're kind of confined to our table. We got the other table of our friends over there, you know, you know shut up, fuck you. But we're mostly <laughs> talking to, yeah. to ourselves. And I, I, it, it hits me periodically throughout the meal. It's a little, it's, a, it's, it's kind of smells a little dirty. Not, not anything I can place. So she right. slams the food down. 
we eat it, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, man. I got, I'm, I'm shoveling it in. I'm drinking coffee like a maniac. You know, there, everyone else is nonplussed by this meal. Nobody gives a shit. They're like, this is garbage. I'm like, it is America. (laughs) It is wonderful. What you're talking about. (laughs) We finish our meals. And I believe the other table finished before we did. They left to go back to the house. I think because in all my memories of that night, I don't remember them being a part of it. Right. So they're gone. It's just us. Two o'clock, two thirty in the morning in a Waffle House. You know, uh, uh, we may as well have been on the fucking moon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Desolate. She brings. She brings the bill. And you don't leave, look, guys, look, at Lava House, you don't leave the money on the table, okay? You got to take it up to the register. This is probably a holdover from the days when, like, people would just, you know, shoot you and take your money off the table and walk. Right, House. right. Yeah. Kill a waitress for her tips. So we start to get up. You know, you got to get up to slide out of the booth. Because mm-hmm. these booths were made for Coke skinny people in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, I would not so find one. Shimmying out of the booth. Chris is almost all the way out. Melissa's almost all the way out. And Jay has gotten up and she's sliding. And I see that her eyes go wide. Uh-huh. And then she stops. And I'm like, hey, you okay? And this is what she said. I just stepped in shit. <laughs> and the first thought is, look, I know where we are. I know this place is is not so great, but you didn't just step in shit. This is civilization. There's plumbing in here. I mean, I I know these people are a lot to deal with, but I mean, come on. It's probably just old hash browns. Yeah, but that's when the smell hit us. It was aggressive. I'll use your word from earlier, weaponized. It was a weaponized funk that assaulted us. Now, before I continue, I know what some people are saying. How do you eat an entire meal, even a meal of poisonous trash like Waffle House, (laughs) and not realize that a shit is lurking Beneath the table. Uh-huh. That's that's a hell of a question, and I think you're going to answer it. My answer is this. If you've grown up with a dog, a medium to large-sized dog, as I have and as you have, mm-hmm. you probably already know the answer. Look, mm-hmm. your dog goes in the yard, right? Uh-huh. Takes a shit. They usually have their spots, right, that they shit in. There's a specific spots that they feel comfortable in, and that's where they shit. Yeah. And, you know, every so often, if you got a backyard, if you're if you're privileged, uh, privileged crackers like Shane and I and grew up in the suburbs and we had a backyard, um, <laughs> you your your dad or maybe you were tasked with it. You get the you get the shit shovel. There's a special shovel and, uh-huh. and there's a and you get the garbage bag and, and you, you, you go and you shovel the shit and you put it in the bag and you, you, you throw it away. And, and you and, and look, you, you got to dunk the shovel in some bleach water or something before you put it back in the garage. Otherwise, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Right. But maybe your dog takes a shit in the yard somewhere. That's not their usual shit spot. And the turd stays. The turd uh-huh. begins to dry up. Yes. Weeks. Weeks go by. 
The turd has now dried and hardened until it is almost unrecognizable as some sort of rock, right? Mm-hmm. And not to say that if you got face-to-face with it, it wouldn't smell bad, but the aroma, the intensity has lessened to a degree where it is almost imperceptible unless it is right near your nose, okay? Yes. That is how it happens. It forms a seal, as some scientists call it. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's the scientific term. It is a seal. It is packaged. Mm-hmm. It's, a it's like a it, – it, it, it's a casing even. Very much so. And that casing protects everyone around around that calcified turd from having to deal with the smell. Mm-hmm. Until some poor bastard steps on it, breaks the seal, and then the nightmare begins all over again. <laughs> yep. So back to the booth. That's how we managed to get through the meal. That uh, We'll talk about how long it had been there for, for in a minute here. Jay's eyes well up. You know, <laughs> Jay was not a crust punk. Jay no. Jay was into hardcore and punk rock, but she was, for all intents and purposes, a a well put together, presentable, uh, you know, uh, contributing member of society. She was not the type of like crust girl who would have like a butt flap with dog shit on it. That wasn't no. Jay. Okay, so this was a massive shock. Yes, Jay worked at Best Buy. She had a a a, a job that was respected at the time. Yes. She was an upstanding member of society and one of the the most upstanding members in the hardcore scene. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So this is 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 just the worst, right? This is like if I stepped in it because because I'm so unbelievably clean that I might have died right then uh-huh. and there. Yes. I almost died and I was across the, the booth. So she starts to cry. Melissa's like, oh, my God, what? And they, they, they slide out, and she picks up her shoe, and we see that it is a turd the size of a fucking rolled-up brown yoga mat. I mean, it is the <laughs> size of a toddler. It is so fucking big. Nothing that big has ever come out of me, okay? Yeah. I mean, and and Chris, I, Chris, I remember he sort of, his body became elastic like he just kind of slumped like oh no and, and, and i'm i'm starting to dry heave i'm like oh, oh, oh. and i don't want to lose my 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 food that i just paid for because uh-huh. i'm george costanza apparently um so as the it's a series of images disjointed fragments from a half-remembered nightmare uh-huh waitress reappears mop bucket look on her face not even concerned this has happened before is what her facial expression says. She wheels it towards the table and begins to mop under the table. No. As if as if like <laughs> what, what, what are you gonna do? And that when she I, I believe when she moved to actually just sort of like knock the turd off Jay's shoe with the mop <laughs> That's when they ran into the bathroom. Yes. They go to the bathroom. Boom, done. Now Chris and I, we we tumble outside. You know, and I'm I'm spitting into the bushes, trying not to throw up. I'm also laughing like a fucking maniac, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, but it's laughter that is mixed with horror. Like if I saw Cthulhu, I yeah. like, <laughs> and Chris is like on the edge of the parking lot, like looking up into the into the blank sky, just trying, just just contemplating, you know, what what his 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 place is, what his purpose is at this point. So. They're in the bathroom. 
I don't know why she. I don't know what they're doing in there. Uh-huh. And as I'm as I'm regaining my composure, I think surely this is enough for one night. You're right. Sure. I mean, to it step, has to end there. To step in a turn, you know, and and I and I'm and of course all the questions are racing through my mind. Where did it come from? Yeah. Uh, so you know, before we before we unveil the final horror, let's just let's just t- examine it for a moment. Hmm. Did it? Uh, so first, you start with dog. Did it come from an animal? A seeing eye dog, a seizure dog, something. Right. You know, maybe maybe somebody's eating their breakfast and they're feeding their dog, you know, scraps from the Waffle House plate, and and the dog, of course, can't take it because it's fucking poison, and right. it just loses it. Okay, just and 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 the owner's embarrassed and just leaves it there. I don't know how it goes undiscovered, but okay. So that that's one theory. Right. But it was big, like it was <laughs> big. So. That makes me think, could it have been a human? Right. So is it that the person, I mean, if there was ever a place where your guts were just going to give up, it's Waffle House, right? So of did course. the person have an accident? Okay. Understandable. But when you have an accident, it's more of like a spray, I would say. Right. This was a, this was a log. Okay. This was a brick. Right. <laughs> um. So... That's okay. That's the uh, that's one. Then I thought, what if it was on purpose? And that led me down a road that I'm I haven't fully come back from. You know, what if it was a premeditated act of brown terrorism? Okay? <laughs> what if somebody somebody pinched it off in the booth? I don't know how you get a pinch that clean, a turd that symmetrical in a booth. You're contorted. It's gonna break up. Something's gonna happen to you. Right. Right. Did they bring it in, God help us, like wrapped in newspaper or something, and just like throw it under the table like, I got you, motherfuckers. Right. I don't know. Well, If if anyone is waiting to hear where it came from, you're you're out of luck because I've been waiting for fucking 16 years, and I still don't know. It's like trying to explain where the outsider came from in the outsider. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense and you'll never know. I mean, I my my favorite theory and this is something I just thought of is like what if somebody like what if some woman like shit in her purse and didn't know where to put it because she didn't have a bathroom and like took it out of her purse <laughs> and like left it under the table because she didn't have anywhere else to go. Like what if like I, I feel like like that cuz like maybe she was on the road and she couldn't get into the bathroom so she was outside in the parking lot um, and you know what's funny is I've always pictured this Waffle House as the one next to the porn store in Daytona. So this makes it <laughs> – yeah. this changes everything. So my image <laughs> is this. She's in the parking lot between a Waffle House and a porn store shitting in a purse and not knowing what to do with it and then bringing it inside and disposing of it at the booth <laughs> as she's paying and then leaves. That would have been um, probably a better story because there that's a <laughs> – that's a life right there. That's a broken person, bankrupt, completely morally and and physically like Yeah. I mean, we don't um, have we don't have a prequel for this. Like there's no prequel no. story for this. That, and that's what makes it so horrible. It's unknowable, all right? And, and, and <laughs> as I it's I mean, it's it is the oldest and strongest fear of mankind is is uh what is it? The oldest the strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest type of fear is fear of the unknown. Uh-huh. Lovecraft and all his racist Milky Boy wisdom said that. Yeah, and then in, in Stephen King's Todash Space, where all the monsters come from. This came from yeah. Todash Space. So I'm 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 getting myself under control. Chris is just sort of wringing his hands, just like, ah 
<laughs> we're but we're both like laughing, but we're we're at the edge of sanity. We're on it's a hair it's a hair trigger at this point. Right. So that's surely that's enough. That's when the Jeep pulled up. <laughs> remember, remember, Waffle House is twenty four hours. At least this one was. Right. So we're going on about two to almost three o'clock in the morning at this point. And this Jeep pulls up, and I hear dance music. And, and there's all these kids packed into it. I've ridden in cars like that before. You pack right. all your friends in. You got seven or eight people where it should only seat four or five. Right. So the door opens, and I don't. This girl in a big, puffy white jacket gets out. Mm-hmm. I, and this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember. It might have been summer. She might have just been drunk. I don't remember what it was, but she was wearing a big, puffy white jacket like the Michelin Man. Yeah. So, I'll take a moment before I get to the next part. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, it, it, it's 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 an epic. It's like it's like the Odyssey. So I am at the front of the building, in the middle. Like I am, I am just I am looking at the middle front of the building. There is a long window that spans this entire front of the building. And you can see through that window at the extreme left is the bathroom and at the extreme right is the entrance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Waffle House is often set up like a train car because, you know, most of the people who go there are hobos. So right. I am looking and, and I'm just I'm I'm looking at my reflection. And that I see the girl coming out around me and going in on my right. She's entering the Waffle House. Drunk. Yeah. Soused. Yeah. Barely can stand up. Probably just came from Seabreeze. I don't know where they were fucking going, but they were all fucked up and they'd been partying. She begins, she walks, right? She comes inside and she heads towards the bathroom. That's at the same time that Jay and Melissa exit the bathroom. Uh Okay. Now, these two parties are moving inexorably towards one another. And that's when I noticed that Jay has her shit shoe held out in front of her as if to like ward off an attacker. Uh Uh-huh. And as these two begin to converge, (laughs) I have the thought. I look at the drunk girl and I'm like, that crazy bitch is going to walk right into her. (laughs) And that is when time stood still. In that moment, I see the shoe, right? I Uh see the turd just outlined perfectly. I see the drunk girl not paying attention. Ah, fuck out my fucking way. I see the look of horror on Jay's face as she has now also realized what is happening. But then, (laughs) as I was looking at the turd, the turd looked back at me. (laughs) And in that moment, reality snapped. (laughs) That thing jumped. (laughs) I saw it make a conscious decision to jump from Jay's shoe to the arm of the white jacket. Boom, they collide. And this girl has Uh a shit streak down her arm with a turd at the end of it. And on a white, pristine jacket, Jay and Melissa are frozen as she keeps going to the bathroom. She didn't even fucking notice. Wow. She just slams into the bathroom. And I'm watching all this from the window, and I'm like, ah! Ah! And 
Jay and Melissa come out. I don't remember what happened. They probably told me to go fuck myself because it was my it was my idea to go to Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Jay yeah, threw yeah. her shoes away. I probably she did. I mean, she was very distraught, which can be totally understandable. So then I right. look at Chris and and he's just, you know, wandering about the parking lot. And I say to myself, I don't want to see what happens next, but I have to. She exits the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just unabashedly staring. She comes out of the Waffle House, exits. Remember the Jeep? Filled with people. Squeezes uh-huh. back into the Jeep. Shit oh, arm no. first. Door shuts. Oh, God. Drive away. And I... I couldn't handle it. <laughs> like I, if I'm remembering correctly, I stood in that parking lot with Chris for like another hour. Just like, dude, what? Like, what do you even do with and gentlemen? That? Hear me now. A waffle house <laughs> turd goes from mystery ass to floor to shoe to jacket and out into the world. How many <laughs> more places, how many more people did it pass to before it was discovered? It has probably been places that I'll never go. Seen things that I will never <laughs> see. And to be honest, yeah. the lesson that you can learn except for the fact that the universe is a place of uh, utter chaos and terror. The one thing that you can glean from this story is that if you put your mind to it and you want something bad enough and you will it to happen, you can do almost anything, even if you're a piece of shit. (laughs) That's the Waffle House story. It is incredible. And so I have to say... I've heard this story told for the last I probably added 14 years, (laughs) but like I've heard it told so many times and you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, it never ceases to amaze me. And I never stop and think like, well, that's it because I do think, where did it come from? Where did it it go? (laughs) I can't help but think that it's like, so like, Whose lives did it touch before it arrived in the Waffle House? Where it was stationary. Maybe it was lost. Maybe maybe it had a connection How to something. Long? Until that moment. And it was lost. How long? And then, to find a way yeah. out. It had tr- been trapped in existence. Like, in the Lego movie, there's a, there's a scene where the main character, Emmett, gets dropped off the table and like falls under the table and gets lost for a minute. And he wills himself out from underneath back into the world. And I, if this isn't the perfect example of that, I mean, this is, this is where they got the story for the Lego movie. They owe all four of us at that table that night. A check is what they owe us. (laughs) (laughs) We should, we should write to them. My favorite, my favorite retelling of this though, is when it, like one of the first retellings when we were at the sixth street house and watching Eddie blow a fuse <laughs> because in the retelling, somebody didn't say shit. They said poop. And, and he was not laughing about the rest of the story. He was laughing. And I remember him 
out of breath going, he called that shit poop. <laughs> he called that shit poop. And like blowing a fuse at that. That's, I mean, that's my favorite retelling of it. Yeah. He, uh, I remember one time he told me, he said he couldn't get it out because he was laughing too hard. He's like, dude, a fart's just like air that rolled over his shit in your stomach. <laughs> but um yeah so i mean if i didn't make it clear before you know this was a big turd (laughs) i think i made that clear but we couldn't smell it guys i'm telling you look i am hyper sensitive to filth even back then that's true i i mean i am i really am and if this was fresh if this hadn't sat there for days and days and days and days i would have been like fuck this i would have walked right out okay this is right. not something that would i would overlook unless it it wasn't it wasn't pungent it just it had dried guys it was there for a long time and that is really what like keeps me up at night Right. That's the that's the part of this that's a concern. It's like this is a Waffle House. This is a, a, an existing business that is open for 24/7 and nobody noticed this thing until it was stepped in and moved away. It I moved mean, away. It who knows what I I love the idea though of thinking of that girl getting back into the Jeep and everybody being just so pissed at her yeah. for getting shit on them and they, she's like I don't know where I came from. They throw the jacket out the window, right? But it's on them. Like it's it's successful. And that jacket's got the lion's share of the turd on it. Some homeless guy picks it up, right? He takes it mm-hmm. somewhere. It rubs off on somebody else, some fucking librarian. I mean, it is ever it's it, it will never <laughs> stop it is eternal okay because you could bring even down to a subatomic level there are still pieces of it somewhere that we can't detect yeah it's it's waiting to it's waiting to come back it's a, a real it's, it's a sinister real fucking nightmare guys so yeah um yeah i i'm now i'm gonna here's my caveat that's how i remember it <laughs> But the, right. it could have. I mean, not that the major plot points are the same. Aren't the same. But I'm sure I I and I elaborate a little bit, a tiny, tiny bit. But yes, there was a turd in the Waffle House. It was stepped on. We didn't notice it. It did rub off on the drunk girl's jacket. That all the crazy parts are true. I may have uh, gotten a little liberal with some of my details, but there you go. Yeah, there's a flourish. There's a flourish to there's it. There's a That's real. The there's a storytelling. So. The shit that is ups- upsetting is actually the real part. Okay, real turd. Right. 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 Oh, man. Well, thank you for sharing that story and putting that out in the world. I feel sick to my stomach. All right. Yeah, you need rest. You need rest. So, well, um, I think that's going to conclude. I mean, is there anything you need to add to that? I mean, or is that like kind of that's that's probably a good place to kind of be done and give you a break. Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 pinch it off there. (laughs) I see what you did there. That was good. That was that was I like that. I like that. So anyway, thank you for joining us for Talk Among Us. Um, this is going to be a monthly show um, where yes. we're going to have just it's it's going to be part of the I don't want to hear it podcast. It's going to be part of that. It's just a bonus episode for our I don't want to hear it Patreons. Yeah. So our first exclusive Talk Among Us episode will be released at the end of March. Um, we will we'll update on Instagram exactly the day we'll release it. We'll put it on like a normal schedule, just like the other episodes. Like we won't release yeah. it on a Monday. We'll probably release it on a Friday or something. But we'll we're going to put this one out for everybody because I think it is a great story. And uh, then we will, um, the rest of them we're going to release exclusively starting at the end of March. And check the Instagram. Uh, what is it? I don't want to hear a pod. Yeah. I don't want to hear a pod for, for more uh-huh. details. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. All right. All right.
Well, yeah, it's uh, gonna do it for us. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Annihilate this week. And good night, Taco Bell Joe, wherever you are. We know no one would ever step on a turd in your restaurant. Bye. Bye.